maybe because you usually do the the intro so i'm like man an ashley intro <laughs> no no worries <laughs> um okay so we're starting around uh, 31 minutes and welcome everybody to another creeping it real with your well sorry welcome to another episode of let the fret one in this is a creeping episode with your hosts edgar and ashley de la muerta are you eating over there <laughs> <laughs> blah, no, blah. There we go. Uh, you went from eating um, cold pasta to eating a nice warm neck. Thank you very much. Oh, I was like, I was like zombie, like blah 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 blah. Um, <laughs> what lazy zombie? Like uh, gummit. Blah, 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 blah. Um, the so we had talked about haunting the hill house, which is the haunted house you went to mm-hmm. in the last episode, and I had just seen uh, haunting of Bly Manor, which I don't know how it got by me. Um, I don't know if you've seen this one, the Mike Flanagan joint, the spooky TV show. So I have actually not seen it at all. But when I worked at the at the mouse house, my roommates, because I had six roommates, they were all watching it. And I worked at 630 in the morning, so I was never up to like watch it with them. Because I had to be up at 6 in the morning, or even earlier than 6 in the morning. And usually I just, like, made my ramen or my buffalo mac and cheese, watched my cooking shows, and would go to sleep. But I would catch glimpses, and I would literally hear them, like, shrieking or being like, oh my god, can you believe what's happening? Like, they would all freak out all the time. So I have always been interested but never gotten around to actually watching it because I rewatch my comfort shows at least seven times before I, I branch out into something new. Uh, but you have seen Hill House? I have not seen Hill or Bly. I've literally oh. never seen anything. I just know they exist. So, all right. So I would definitely, I would definitely start off with Haunting of Hill House, which I was very confused because I thought it was uh, Hill House, like or hell house which was the i forgot uh, i forgot his name robert matheson mm-hmm. um, book which i was like that is that one goes off the fucking rails if anybody ever reads the book um and i know there is the movie with vincent price which like tries to end like, ha- made, like haunting on the the hill I know the Vincent Price one. It's his face, and it's like the haunting of the hill, something. The haunting. Oh, actually, no. I, th- the I think it might house. be different. I, just, there's so many houses, and there's so many hills and hills that <laughs> like. I was looking so, through Shutter, and I was like going through all of like their new movies, and there was one from like 1967. I cannot remember the name of the movie, but it was like, and this is what happened in this hill, and I was like, is this? Is this what the Haunting of Hill House is based off of? It seemed to be like based off of like some kind of case of some sort. And probably anyone that's actually watched the show and like has seen it or like really knows probably like, wow, she's such a fucking idiot. But I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is based off the book, uh, the Hill House one, the the, haunt, the the one that you went to the haunted house for mm-hmm. is based on a Shirley Jackson book, which I was confused because I thought it was the Robert Matheson book because it's Hell House, not Hill House. And I also thought this was the haunting a remake, which was like that movie that came out in like the early 2000s, which was like not very good with Owen Wilson getting decapitated, which was the best part of that movie. And, oh, wow. 
and uh, <laughs> yes, and uh, Catherine Zeta Jones, which was like a psychic or a sexy psychic. I can't remember. And but yeah, Hill House for sure. You gotta watch. Okay. Stupid good. I'll definitely um, give it a little watchy watch. And Blind Manor, pretty good. Um, I think like this guy Mike Flanagan has like his crew of people that he likes to work with, so he'll bring in a lot of the same actors in just different roles, which I always like. Think Ryan is kind of Murphy. Fun. Yeah, like Ryan Murphy and um, the guy who did the Vengeance trilogy. You know, Old Boy, mm-hmm. uh, Lady Vengeance. Like they were all the same, different same actors, just different roles. Um, I'm just making movies <laughs> with my buddies. Yeah, it's just fun, right? Because then you get like a real, and then. Mike Flanagan's coming out with a new one called Midnight Mass, which, I don't know, here's hot shit, so, so I'm excited to check that out. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, Ashley. Edgar. I got some real life horror for you. You hit me. I was watching a reality TV show, mm-hmm. and I'm not really into reality TV shows, but there was something called Tobro. Uh, a what? On, <laughs> it's called Tobro. It's on Hulu. Okay. And it's a doctor. It's a foot doctor. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And he I literally fucking broke. hate feet, Edgar. You don't understand. <laughs> I hate feet with a burning passion. Anytime I have to get my pedicure done, I'm like <laughs> holding my breath. Like, I literally hate feet. Have you ever seen what a what an ingrowing toenail looks like when it goes untreated? Uh, like no. It is fucking awful. It is. And then when he fixes it, like, he's just like, oh, we're just going to trim off the sides. I'm like, you can do that. Ugh. And then he just pulls out an ingrown toenail that's, like, just been growing in somebody's foot for, like, years. And just like, yeah, this was inside you. And I'm like, ugh. Um, it is very surprising. Um, pretty gross. That's horrible. Uh, it was there's some there were some I watched like maybe like four episodes mm-hmm. and I was I was on a trip with some friends and I made <laughs> look my friend signed into his Hulu account the Tobro was on there I'm like let's check it out and then I subjected my other friend to watch a few episodes and she just like sat there with her eyes closed the entire time I would be that fucking friend Edgar I literally cannot stand feet she I mean she complained she's like why are we keep watching this because it's fascinating even my friend Jacob or her husband was just like yeah like it's pretty fascinating who's a butcher um he he, he wouldn't stop watching it uh, like it's y'all nasties it was it was pretty bad like there's some there's some like there's like they get infected and like they're just like wiggling in there they touch it and like things just start seeping like that was a bad one that was a bad one um i like it when the guy's just like oh we just have to remove this tony altogether and (laughs) just casual just casual yeah yeah he's so casual about he's 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 a really nice doctor he doesn't seem like like a disguised supervillain or you know or psycho killer that's also a doctor but yeah yeah it was it, it, I, I, I'll send you a clip you know no thanks <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will block your number <laughs> it was uh, I don't I don't know it was it was weird something something about the the Facebook algorithm sent me a clip of Tobro and now and I watched and now it thinks one. you're a Tobro oh man just remove it the toe hose <laughs> oh oh my god if that's not 
if that's not his groupie name, I don't. He's he's, he's missing, missing out. out. Yeah. Oh he's my gosh. Out. Oh, I. Because I don't have a lot of time usually to watch movies as much anymore. Working at fucking Charlie's Cheese Connection. Yeah. Charlie Cheesecake Connection. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be it. That's what we call it. (laughs) Because I literally like sometimes don't leave work until like 2 a.m. But like when I hang out with Nico, I basically like half the time force him to watch a, a movie with me. And the ones I recently remember showing him is I showed him Parasite. Oh, I still haven't seen it. Because he had never seen it. And it's uh, second time, very good. The first time I watched it was the the year it came out. And I was like, I was on a date with this dude. And he just kept wanting to make out the whole time. And I was like, bro, um, this is an Academy Award winning movie. I want to watch the movie. <laughs> and literally obviously this is a horror movie podcast but if you are just trying to make out with someone while they're trying to watch a movie i fucking hate you i want to watch the movie i like that's what i'm here for no netflix and chill it is netflix and you you chill the fuck over there because i'm interested i want to know what's going on yeah he took the he took the the wrong girl to the right movie you know yes and he just kept and he a worst, one of the worst kissers I've ever experienced. A 30-year-old man. I was like, how have you gone so long? Like, not knowing how to kiss like that, bro. But, either way, watched Parasite, and Nico's a gentleman, and he, like, literally never tries to convince me to make out while we're watching the movie. He understands the assignment. He knows I want to watch that movie. <laughs> he understands. Yes. I love that okay. boy. <laughs> Well, he's probably scared. Um, he's scared he of you is and the movie. This is true because I will see the goriest, most horrific thing and not even flinch. And he is literally doubled over in pain. You want to double over in pain? Watch some toe, bro. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah, you already know. You already know. But like we saw Parasite, and it was good. And I also made him watch Little Shop of Horrors because he hates musicals. Oh. And I was like, maybe this is the musical that'll change it. And he was like, it was good, except for the part that it was a musical. I hated that. And I was like, fucking fuck you, man. Oh, come on. <laughs> Ashley, because what is it? It's a Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop, little shop, shop of Horrors. I oh. love it. I love that. I think it's hilarious. One of the best movies ever made. I, he really liked uh, Audrey too. <laughs> like he <laughs> loved Audrey too so much, and like you know what? I also love Audrey too. I love regular Audrey as well. I love like making fun of her voice. <laughs> oh, Seymour! Oh yeah, yeah. He's just perfect, and just I love her. I love. That's- Everything Pretty about good. it. good. That's, that's close. That was, <laughs> that was actually really good. Uh, um, what did... What did uh, I know I've seen some stuff, some stuff I wasn't really thrilled about. Anything that would have, like, really stuck with me, I probably haven't... Yeah, probably wasn't that great. I did see Don't Breathe 2, mm-hmm. which I really liked. I remember really liking the first one. Um, it was super, super fun. Um, this time they kind of turn it on its head where they make the 
and t- or the villain of the first movie, the protagonists of the second movie, and I'm like, eh, that's questionable. But it's, it started out really good. It started out really good. It was really fun. It was actually really well shot. It's actually beautiful fucking colors, like the way they're able to like mash in colors in the darkness to sort of like, and then contrast like a little bit of like bright light in most scenes just to make things pop, like fucking really, really well done. Um, I think it missed it a little bit, but I think it's it was pleasant. A nice little bow tie on that that series. I don't think there's gonna be another one. Uh, I don't think unless yeah, it would have to be a different thing. But I reckon. Have, did you ever see the first one? No. Oh, it's super fun. Um, yeah, yeah, super fun. I think they could have had a little bit more fun with the this one. I think that's what we were mm-hmm. hoping for. But you know, I just. I'm starting to get into like where where all my creative kills like you want people to get a little bit more elaborate a little bit more you know you just want to go up from the the, the first one right you want to elevate yeah. from the first one but I think yeah, they really focused on the story this time and I'm like all right cool yeah he's not a bad guy but he's totally is a bad guy um, what else did I watch oh so you know I was a big fan of the the... What was it? Uh, what was the the stupid uh, escape room movie? Yeah. Oh yes. And, and then the, I saw this second escape room movie. Uh, was it Contest of Champions or some shit like that? And I'm like, anytime you have to actually say the title of your movie or your sequel in the movie more than once, it's you know, not going to be a good movie. It's not going to be. It's like it's like because it's Lord of the Rings. Return of the King, like, if you had any of the characters say that in any part of the movie, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? So, yeah, there there was that, which I was like, totally takes you out of the movie. Anytime somebody would say Contest of Champions inside the movie, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how the fuck would you know? Um, yeah. And it's it started off really good. I was really excited about it. Fizzle-wizzled. Mm, Fizzle-wizzled, it got a little weird. It's all trying to set up something. They're trying. I'm assuming they're trying to do a third one. Um, but what I, I really liked about the first one was just like the um, the pace. You know, it was a. It felt like it was a real thriller. You know, like it wanted to. It had you kind of like on the edge of your seat, just trying to like figure out what was going to happen next because they were just literally just scrambling from one room to the next, and they got very very creative with it. And this one was pretty creative, but then it just veered off with background story of course right because now you have to know why things are happening you know and you just have to i don't think you gotta know why things are happening i think that's some of the the best parts of movies is like oh this is happening why because it's happening just let's keep going go 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 i think movies lose themselves when they try to explain things like that's one of always my biggest critiques when like movies try to explain things that have been going on forever like they're like oh why are these vampires these kind of vampires oh because they got vampire heroin and it's like no i don't need vampire (laughs) heroin i just want to see them rip people apart like that that's all like don't i gotta go into a big meaningless explanation that doesn't like help anything like if it's not gonna make the movie more fun and enjoyable for me just like let me leave that shit out yeah, you you focus on what was good about the first one, 
and then you elaborate on that. You're you're taking away from it because you have limited time and budget. So now you're going to bring in this new element and you're going to basically gamble millions of dollars on something that you think people might be into because now you feel like you have to add a backstory to the fucking puzzles. I'm like, eh, meh. So it was Escape Room, Contest of Champions. They make a third one, the Festival of Funyuns. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're back at it again. um, Yeah. Um, All right. So diving into your realm Mm -hmm. uh, as you are the game correspondent of our podcast. That is true. I I have been diving into some games. Tell me, tell me. That I thought were very, like they weren't horror survival games, but I feel like they had horror elements to it, which made me very excited. So I played Senua's Hellblade with Senua's Sacrifice. Yes, that has the stupidest name ever, but it's a really yes. cool game. It's very visually beautiful, like so intense. The the graphics on that game, but stupid name sounds like a fan fiction from two thousand seven. Well, yeah, because it reminded me of Witchblade, right? That old comic from, like, forever that they made a TV show on Mm -hmm. TNT that nobody saw, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But um, the... All right, now I know why it's called Hellblade, because it has to do with the story, and she pulls this sword, and it has a ton of Norse mythology. Mm -hmm. Norse mythology. And there is, like, a story where there is a sword in hell from one of the gods i can't remember his name I, and and i know he's, he's and i like how they play around with this norse mythology but it's also like the character possibly suffers from uh bipolar disorder and depression and anxiety so like you're listening to all these um audio in your ears of just yeah like she has like schizophrenia yeah it's it's fucking good um, and I, it looks great because they they made it's a very simple game. It's only about like seven hours long. You you have a time limit on the game. If your character doesn't get to the end of the game by the time uh, something happens, like you have to start the game over again. Like it, they are hardcore about this fucking game. Um, you only have a, a certain amount of deaths uh, or restarts. It's it's pretty good that way. But like because they kept it so simple. I think they they really focus on the the character and the reason why she looks so good. I know they had they had an actor. They had a I think it was an editor play Senua for the mocap, and that they really emphasize. And for the rest of the characters, there is no mocap. There is only like just straight video altered just to. I mean, it's cool. It's it, they, they did a fucking great job. And there's a second one coming out, but I think it's only for the Xbox, which I will not be playing, I guess. Um, and the way they they incorporate, like the way, because it's not your typical view of what you think Norse mythology would look like, right? It's what I started to perceive it as is basically her nightmares just coming to fruition. Um, cause, but you don't know, you have no fucking clue. She, it's fucking trippy that way. <laughs> like, or she really did everything. I don't know. It was, it was fucking great. I had a really good time with it. That's what makes like video games, like a really cool, uh, storytelling medium is that you are interacting with the story 
but also looking at the story like if it was a movie like i like Mm -hmm. when games could be like playing through a movie i always thought that that was cool it it, i i could just relate this to like it seemed like a really good fucking book (laughs) because it was it was fucking deep it was it wasn't hokey like i like i feel some games are or some writing for games are um yeah it was i thought like sometimes the designs were like oh you know maybe a little contrived but no, i'm like no that's that's Six what you books. expect through night yeah you just i expected somebody's nightmare to be like that kind of fucking visceral and gross um it takes like they don't show you any of that shit in, in any of the previews but yeah, yeah it gets it gets pretty pretty gross with some of the designs that's why i was like oh definitely this thing is totally fucking horror um, yeah and, and right hellblade horrible fucking name but yeah, super i would bad. recommend it and it was only like eight bucks on on the playstation store which is like super cheap oh absolutely most games are like sixty dollars <laughs> um i played the demo for little nightmares 2 mm-hmm. and it is horror in the cutest way possible Oh, yeah, my brother showed it, me that one. It looks really adorable. It's super fucking adorable. It's um, it gives me, I mean, like you know, side scroller. It gives me a lot of Limbo vibes by the company Play Dead. But um, I love Limbo. I fucking like. I, I never played games really before that. I, I, like you know, years ago with like Super Nintendo. But when I saw Limbo come out, I was like, I fucking had to buy this game. And it was only for like the phone or iPad or whatever. But yeah, this is the same thing. Essentially, a little puzzle, a little side scroller, really fucking disturbing imagery in the background. But it was delightful. Uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I don't know if it like I don't think it's considered uh, horror. It's just kind of like horrible things like this in the story. But there's a game called Lisa and I had a ex-boyfriend who is also horrible but he really loved the game and he would always tell me like and everyone that they should and never should play the game in the series lisa so i don't know maybe you should check it out you can play it for me since uh i don't want to give any i don't want to personally interact with the uh, stuff that reminds me of him but you can <laughs> lisa the painful lisa the painful haunts. the terrible and the something else Oh, so it's a series of games? Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Huh. Also, I have been reading Stephen King books. I've been reading Misery. I also have Salem's Lot, Carrie, and The Shining. So I will hopefully be able to get through these fairly quickly, and I can also talk about that in future Creepits. But right now I'm on Misery. And it's really crazy how well, so far, the movie has taken from the book. Like, it's very similar. And, it like, the book is also really well written. And I can really, really visualize everything that's going on. Like, I understand, like, I'd never read a Stephen King book, and this is my first time. And I understand why he is, like, a horror god <laughs> of the modern well, horrors. I know, like, well, like... To glaze over it, like I hear that like, Stephen King guy. Yeah, uh, I hear he's an up and comer. Uh, <laughs> he's got a he's got a career ahead of him. Yeah, um, the, only like fifty something it, books or something. You know, a little bit. Oh, I think it's way more than that. 
like the the I mean, from what I from what I can gather, it's just like he focuses a lot on the people and the emotional aspects and like how they go through this as opposed to you know the big bad, yeah, right? the monster, the creepy parts. He really tries to focus on the the people, which I think everybody can relate to. That's why he's that's so why popular. He does yeah. But that's that's like a at a glance. Um, but yeah, we can definitely talk. Wait, so how, how far have you gotten into it? In Misery, I'm like in maybe chapter like 25. Not the... So not so, super, not super so deep. No, no foot play yet, right? No, no foot play yet. Right now no. in the book, um, like he's still like kind of trying to get his bearings. She like just made him destroy his manuscript for... His other book, Fast Cars. And <laughs> That's uh, they think they take that out of the movie. Yeah, I um, believe they do, because I didn't yeah, remember yeah, that remember. in the uh, in the movie. But yeah, she's made she makes him burn his manuscript because she wants him to write more misery. Because in the movie, she's just like, "No, you dirty birdie, you fucking killed misery, you fucking misery murderer." And in the book, she's also like that as well but she's also like i know you worked on this manuscript but it's horrible and it's terrible and i'm gonna make you burn it or you can just fucking die because <laughs> she was like refusing to like f- give him water or food or anything and he had already been starving for like three days almost so yeah he really goes through it in the book i can't i can't even imagine like that must have been like a personal nightmare for him yeah. To like write an entire book and and be forced just like, to burn and barbecue it. Well, it, it, it could almost see like because he had a, a lot of he had a hard time publishing stuff, especially early on. But like, imagine writing an entire book and like just not getting it picked up. So you might as well just burn it because nobody's gonna read it. Kind of mm-hmm. a deal. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd be. Oh man, have I? I've lost some artwork where you spent like, you know, dozens of hours and then, you know, it's not stored properly and it might rip and then you're just like, oh, cool. (laughs) Guess I'll just cry (laughs) now. What was Fast Cards about? It was, it was was like a mobster. It was actually about like a little like Hispanic kid who, who like grew up in the slums and like, I think gets into racing and stuff like that. Okay. Not bad. Um, how do you think uh, the character of Annie Wilkes like so far compared to like how she portrayed I'm if Kathy Bates yeah there you go I think she does like they're the same like I literally can't imagine Kathy Bates's portrayal like doing and saying all the things that she does so she does a perfect job yeah, that's how, that's how good it is. <laughs> like, she's <laughs> fucking great. Kathy motherfucking Bates. <laughs> that's right, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, she does um, such a great job. It's really, like, a really gripping book. Like, I was reading it on our way to Orlando, and I was, like, telling Nico, because, like, poor Nico, that Nico has to deal with me. Because um, I'm just like, Nico, oh, my God, this is disgusting. She made him drink out of a bucket full of fucking old soup water and he's just like okay Ashley like I feel so bad for Nico yesterday I called him because I had been listening to an episode about Carl Panzeram 
who oh, is oh, yeah. Wait, that's the uh, that's the guy who wrote all the letters, right? From jail. I believe so. I am only and at age seven for him because his life is that fucked up that at age seven, his life is one of the most atrocious things I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, apparently he was very poetic. <laughs> but um, I will call Nico years. and I will literally be like, Nico, I, can, I have to tell someone about this. And he's like, okay, yeah, hit me. And then I will tell him, like with Carl Panzeram, that like, his parents sliced his ear open, poked his brain with a knife, and fucking poured boiling hot water into both his brain and exposed ear wound. And Nico's like, why did you tell me this? And I'm like, well, because it really happened in real life, and I needed to express this information to another human being because it was too much for me. And he's like, don't tell me the rest of this story, please. But have a good day at work. Love you, bye. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's like, I'm about to eat ribs and you tell me this. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. So thank you, Nico, for being uh... a real one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So yeah, don't be my friend. I will tell you gross things. (laughs) Don't be. Well, no, you're you're looking at it uh, wrong, right? You're saying like, you know, poor Nico because he has to deal with me. He's like, no. Nico has the pleasure to deal with you. It's just how you flip it. There you know? we go. There the we way, go. Way how you look at I it. I pay him handsomely. <laughs> it's, whew, that, yeah, that one kind of, that, that, that image kind of stuck with me. That one's. Oh, it's literally oh. terrifying. And that's that I like breezed by it. The actual details like leading up to it are so gruesome. Like. It's, that's that's some real life horror. Right it is a real life horror. It really happened. It was at the turn of the century. It was like the like nineteen oh one or something. So or like eighteen ninety something something along those lines. Where it's like it's such a fucking long time ago. Where everything was so brutal and so difficult. Like I literally can't. I just legitimately cannot even fathom going through that. Mercy, 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 mercy. Um, Actually, only some misery. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I think that's going to wrap it up for this creep it. Yeah. Um, Ashley, thanks for being here. Hey, uh, thanks for uh, sending me the link. <laughs> no problem. Um, so we'll... We'll catch you guys see. on the next time. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay. I don't have a good sign off. I'm like, we're always like, Ugh. <laughs> I know. We're always like, how do we end this? And it's like, uh, well, we will see you all in next week's hell. <laughs> I feel, I feel like this just reflects of like how I can't say bye to people in real life. Like, like, like it's either like a handshake or like an awkward handshake. Or a or hug. Like, oh. Yeah, do we hug? Oh, do I know you that well? Uh, can we hug now? Are we hug? As long as it's not the cheek kiss. I fucking hate the cheek kiss. Well, where we live, the cheek kiss is very prevalent. Yeah. When I moved away, I'm like, oh, that's right. People don't. People cheek don't kiss cheek out kiss. Here yeah, I hate the cheek kiss. And I think <laughs> I've I've been so tired and sleepy uh, from like not sleeping for like more than 24 hours, and then going to school, and then going to work, and then seeing a group of friends, and then cheek kissing everybody. To like almost like cheek kissing the wrong people because I'm just going in a straight line. Yeah. And they're just like, wait, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh shit, sorry. Sorry. Just, My Hispanic was, was showing. 
Oh yeah, I was just in the flow of it. I'm sorry, I, you were in line. I, I thought you were with them. Uh, <laughs> like, you you like, get to the point you're cheek kissing complete strangers you've never met. It them. was yeah, it was the wrong person. It was definitely the wrong person. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but all right, a big cheek kiss to all of you. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Have a good one. Keep it easy peasy, lemon dreamy. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's 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 part of it now. <laughs> All right. Bye bye.